www.thepowerhouse.com. My dogs poop outside. I don't deal with it for six months when it snows. Yep. Welcome to Stream Queens, everyone. (laughs) This is us, and we're talking about poop. Animal shit. (laughs) It has started. I am a newbie. I feel like I wish I had a better Moira voice. Like, the babies. It has started. The babies. The babies. The schedule. She's got big titties. Yeah, you got. She's got big titties. Huh. Big old titties. What is that like? I don't know. It's not fun. <laughs> the cat took a shit also, and we've been talking about poops. So here we go. Some oh, this feels good. Girls. Oh, all right. Welcome to Stream Queens, you fucking mm. assholes. <laughs> ah! Sorry. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. We have we have gone to happy hour. Oops. And most importantly. Happy fucking Friday. Friday. We, we have one of my very best, closest Ooh. fucking friends. I've been waiting to hear what you would say about me, so continue. <laughs> this is AJ. My girl from basketball, from middle school, from fucking puberty, probably the womb. I don't even know. This girl has seen <laughs> me through it all. Okay, I'm okay with what you said. <laughs> I've known you for like three years, so. which is Yay. almost which is longer than a lot of other people. True, well, which is still that good. I'm allowed to Wait, know me. I think the first time we like hung out was her bachelorette party, right? Probably. I think so. Dang. Yeah. 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 Shit, dude. Yeah. Look how far we've come. <laughs> that one won't. Like, yeah. So sometimes you just gotta let it burn. Let it burn. Let it burn. That's about it. So at least Mickey knew the chorus. Yay! We'll we'll accept it. Okay, the other thing I want to note for this episode, sorry, we are drunk fucks. This is going to be a wonderful adventure. I'm just buzzed. Y'all are drunk. (laughs) The problem is also this movie. Throughout this episode, we are going to be drinking whatever fucking shit we're drinking, and... It's in a can, which means we're going to do Kobe. Kobe. No. Kobe. Rip. So we, Is that why you brought that yes, up? Yes, that's why So we, we've done this forever. Please make this a tradition in your own home with your friends. Yes. Whenever you finish a drink, you can take one look back. One look. But that's one it. look to where the garbage can recycling bin is. You have to toss it over your shoulder. Over your shoulder. And. Pray it goes in. Pray it goes <laughs> in. Fucking. Fucking Kobe. Kobe. And you so, yell Kobe. Damn. We will demonstrate as yes. the evening goes. Yes. Dude. And this is how we commemorate, honestly, a fucking hero in our lives because we yeah. played basketball together yeah. forever. And this was someone who literally made basketball for us. Kobe and Michael Jordan were my people. Fuck. Like, yes. Like, we were a little bit too old for LeBron. So, I mean, he was he was in college. Yeah. I think when we were. So we were like, who's this guy coming up? But anyways. Wait, uh, Mickey, how did that one basketball practice go for you? (laughs) Oh, not well. Do you want me to tell you? Please tell us. First of all, they made me take off my glasses. I was in third grade. Couldn't see. Did not have contacts. Guess who was last in line for the dribbling across the court? Guess what? It was me. Um, But here's my question. Was it right-handed or did they make you do dominant, non-dominant? Oh. Well, okay, so I'm left-handed. Okay, so you're dominant, non-dominant. But... I didn't know how to shoot before this practice because I was in third fucking Wait, grade. You didn't learn that in third grade? Yeah, what? 
I would do one practice. <laughs> oh, sorry. That when we were two. Yeah. yeah. See, but my school, <laughs> my school is also a big basketball school too. But my dad did not put a lot of effort into me. <laughs> I mean, so I everyone think- else knew how to dribble. They knew what they're getting into. I did not. No, I feel like we need a podcast just on this. But uh, anyways, just, just on basketball, like, basketball I, trauma. <laughs> You're traumatized. Who went to therapy their sophomore year? <laughs> Hi, me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, I was going to say, too, like, you know, their, their dad put a lot of effort into them. My parents didn't. Oh. And yet here I am in therapy, sophomore year. No, I'm not against this. I thank my parents for doing this <laughs> yes. because I needed it, but... Profound bullshit. Yeah. All right, you guys. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to do my synopsis, and then yes. I want to hear Jordan's my, yes, feelings, and then I want to go into fun facts. Okay, I got nothing, so go for it. All right, I here we go, bitches. Things. So, synopsis. A comic book writer stumbles upon the love of his life, only to discover that she is gay. Sweet. <gasps> the situation is exacerbated. Ex- <laughs> exacerbated. <laughs> Just, what's another term? It's exaggerated. Yeah, say that. Exaggerated. <laughs> made worse by. But made worse by. <laughs> the situation is masturbated. The situation is escalated by his roommate and professional partner who becomes increasingly threatened by the possibility that he will be replaced. Holy shit, this is the most dramatic you've ever been while recording. Yeah. <laughs> We're riding I'm it so out. so here for it. All right. So, Jordan, tell us your thoughts. Okay, so <laughs> I had three initial thoughts before I watched this movie. Yes. And mind you, I am an only child. All I did growing up was sports, The Simpsons, and movies. <laughs> like, yes. Like, that was my childhood. Okay, I need, I need to cut in and say, like, when I heard Jordan hadn't seen this, I was like, what the fuck? Because she has seen every goddamn movie oh, ever. Oh, you haven't seen this movie? I'm the, I'm oh, the yeah. one that has both seen of you, this movie. Both of you. Oh, I thought it was Brie didn't well, see this no, movie. No, no, no. I'm the one running it. Yeah. Hmm. So fuck you me, two haven't seen it. <laughs> so, and that's that's the thing. Like, I've, I've wanted to be on this podcast, but I'm like, there is literally no movie I have not seen. Right. And I'm thankful that... My people here have thought of one because I wanted to do a 90s theme. Yes. Because I love the 90s. That's where I grew up with, as in the older millennial here by a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> but so here's here's the, my first couple of thoughts here. Number one, I knew there was a reason I didn't watch this growing up. <laughs> because number one, even when I was a 12, 13-year-old, I knew that you couldn't just change someone's sexuality. Right. And I didn't want to watch that happening, and I didn't want to normalize that. Right. And, I mean, I'm not saying that I grew up hip and woke and stuff. Right. (laughs) Right. But I knew I was already angry with the plot. Let's just say that. So that's the reason why I never watched this. (laughs) Probably also because my parents were awesome, and they helped me pick movies, and they probably just never... (laughs) <laughs> helped me pick, like they're the ones that helped me pick Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, my fuck mom yeah. is the okay. Any move, moving on, I, I love, love that. fucking movie. So then, <laughs> and then number two to set the stage of when I started watching this movie, I wanted to set it up as if I was at home in the '90s watching this movie. So I was in my room with the lights off, and I was eating yogurt with grape yes. nuts. Yes. <laughs> Yogurt with grape nuts was my go-to snack growing up. I fucking love that. So I made myself some yogurt with grape nuts, (laughs) and I was sitting there ready to hit play. But 
Point number three. Yes. In order to find this movie to hit play, I had to search all the way C H A S I to find it. To find it, and it was still option number five. Yeah. yeah. I select it, and someone who has an access to my Netflix account had, had already watched, watched four minutes of it. <laughs> and I'm like, who is the person who has watched? It was me. But it was, like, years ago. And I like, never continued like, watching it. Who's the person it? that watched four minutes and said, fuck this? I, it was me. You guys, that's what was so funny because I, I, I hit play and I'm like, I feel like I've seen the beginning of this. And I quit oh watching it because I think it was a movie that I thought I should have seen. Yep. Yep. And then I gave up. So you get, you, anyways, you get I the reason love to watch it. this. And we continued on. And that was my initial thoughts. Holy shit. And we'll shit. move on from there. Oh, God. Holy shit, you guys. Okay, that was amazing. Let's go into these fun facts. I need these right now. Hopefully I can read them. We're going to find out. (laughs) Number one. The inspiration for Chasing Amy came out of Kevin Smith's two-year romantic relationship with the star, Joey Lauren Adams. And he based it off of his... Wait, that's the actress? Yeah. The main main one. So you're saying this was... So Kevin Smith's Silent Bob story about Amy is real. Yep. Because it's oh. about it's about his relation it's about his relationship with Alyssa uh, Alyssa Jones oh, wait, who, not who the is actress, Joey who is no the actress the legit actress he dated her for two years what? and then starred her in this film I okay. thought that was the same bitch from Bridget Jones Diary no it is not <laughs> no. No, no, no it's not shit okay well that put like a whole different spin on mm-hmm. see this is what I needed because I didn't, <laughs> I did not know how to feel about this movie right damn okay, okay. Fact, fact two. It was originally going to be a PG-13 movie set in high school. No. 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 This would not have worked in high school. Too many fucks. Well, just too much life. Too much life. Number three. Jay was really eating sugar while Silent Bob made his speech. I made that note. (laughs) I believe that entirely. (laughs) Because apparently he was was going to do that in one of the Clerks movies, and they cut the scene, so he's like, fuck it, I'll eat it in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, I made a note. I was like, is he eating sugar right now? Like (laughs) Any movie those two are in is gold. It's so fucking funny. Also, probably super not PC. But And uh, four in my final. 20 years later, some parts of Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy holds up quite well, particularly every time Ben Affleck's character Holden gets told to fuck off. Chasing Amy pushes the boundaries of sexual mores, pitting the not-so-casual misogyny of comic book culture against budding male vulnerability, essentially, and tackled the complication of love and friendship in a way that deeply connected with the generation of almost okay. adults in the 90s okay. who were just figuring out how to grow up. Oh, that's what I... Oh, so, my God, that's what I needed to hear. So, <laughs> so when you look at it now, uh, to borrow a term from our present, it was very woke for 1997. Yes. Okay, that's... Yep. I was hoping it was going to be woke and not yep. just sexualized. And not just sexuality. Douche. I was so... That's what I was hoping, too. I was too. hoping I was like, it wasn't going to be... Oh, God. Because I was watching it, and I was trying oh. to, like, put myself in 1997. I know. And I'm like, what would I think if... I know. But then I was like, okay, this is 1997. It probably wasn't but, as prevalent as it was back then. And that's then. the thing. I was like, is this being as progressive as I think it's being? Or it is was. it not? Or is it super douchey? And that's and that was the thing. So yep. I, I was I was so battling back and forth of how do I feel? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That right. was me too, though, Jordan. Okay, or AJ. I'm sorry. Well, I'm calling her Jordan through <laughs> yeah, this whole fine. thing, but it's, it's AJ. It's fine. I was gonna say too, like 
your audience is going to be confused by how many Jordans you have. I think we should only star shit. Jordans now. <laughs> yeah, Dar- pretty much. I don't care if they tell a difference between you two. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> right? All right. So opening scene. Okay. Opening scene. So my first thought is we have this local pair. They have this drawing power, right? So this is the article that we have in the newspaper where it's like, Holden and Banky, they're like this fucking awesome drawing duo. And I'm like, what the hell is a Banky? Yeah, f- <laughs> I, like we don't even know where that name came from. I did not know this was a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Oh, see, and I you saw the did? images and I was like, Jay and Silent Bob. I'm like, here we are. I was, so I, I was, I was sold once I saw that. Well, once I saw they were in it because I believe in them. I believe they have truth in their hearts as Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, so my bros, Smoochie Boochies. I didn't Smoochie know Smoochie Boochies. But I believed in it. <laughs> yes. I had no idea. I was like, wait, is that Jay and Silent Bob? I don't even know how I know them. <laughs> like, were they on MTV or some shit back in the day? No, no they just, because Kevin Smith. How do Smith I know them? Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith made the Clark movies. And Dogma? And Dogma. Oh my God. How do I know of them then? Like, I, I knew who they Pop were. Pop culture, dude. Pop culture, I guess, yeah. But I was like, wait. And then they're called Blunt Man. I know that <laughs> I and chronic and chronic. I was like, yep. I was like, when am I gonna understand this? Also, I did I can't not wait for this to make sense. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for these to make sense. I did not like the opening music, though. I do Mm-mm. remember that. Agreed. Yeah, it fair. was boring. It was, and I, it was weird. So we get to yeah. New York. Yes. And what I have is, so the story opens. Before that, there's lots of shoes on the lamppost with Jekyll's death. So the story <laughs> is starting with death. Oh, damn. I didn't know that was a yeah, sign. Yeah, like that when people die, you when, toss, like when there's, the, you toss the shoes what? on the lamppost. I thought that was just like a, we're going to fuck around kind of thing. No, that's death. Oh, shit. You, by the way, I could be wrong, but that's what I've believed for the last Call her out on her shit. <laughs> But also it means death. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So we're it. in New York. Yes. The story opens at a comic book convention in New York City. Literally, I'm, I'm like, that guy, that guy. I knew all of these guys, but I don't know their names. Yes. So the two are promoting their latest comic series, Blunt Man and Chronic. So after Holden breaks up a fight between Banky and some shitty fan, they attend a panel discussion where they meet Alyssa Jones and Hoover. Um, I have so you, many notes in between all this. <laughs> I don't have many, but I have a couple. Okay, you go first. Like, just the whole, the goatee, how nasty. It's so gross. Like, and I've never thought I would say that. I have, because I have he's a so person hot. that I've chosen to spend my life with, and the only way I will allow him to have his face is with a goatee. <laughs> I don't like it without one, and I don't like it with a beard. Yep. So the fact that I find a goatee nasty. That's hilarious. (laughs) But Ben Affleck's face, nah. It does not. And then Casey Affleck, how are they related? I know. Casey Affleck and Ben Affleck? Don't get it. Okay. Michaela's Michaela's looking at you like, I don't even know who Casey Affleck is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, he was one of the guys in line. And he had, anyways, whatever. I don't know. Oh, okay. Now that you say that, I know his face. He's he's like the guy in line. And he talks like that. (laughs) I'm Casey Affleck. I don't know. But then how could you miss the, you're a tracer, you cock knocker. (gasps) Yes. I put that in my notes. How could those be disses? Can we also talk about how the first guy that shows up is the guy from Remember the Titans? (laughs) That's what I said. I like that guy, the football guy. And he was on Boy Meets World. From Remember the Titans. And then that and then and then that guy. 
Yeah, I don't know the names, but... The other thing I had to add was I would love to go to Comic-Con. Okay, Ooh. that is also on my notes. Please I tell I want to go to Comic-Con so bad. Okay. So first of all, the first thing I noticed was all the 90s car and fashion. A guy was wearing a shirt that said, Marvel can suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always wanted to go to Comic-Con, like, real bad. The goatee was awful. And I was like, oh, who's this other actor? He's hot. Hold on. I have a note about that later. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, why is everyone on this guy's ass about, like, doing the coloring? I was like, that's a talent. And he's like, you're a tracer. You're a tracer. How stupid is that? Bullshit. And I was like, he's fucking talented, too. Like, what? To color in the lines is not. Yeah. I mean, well, and pick the right colors. Yeah. It's not just coloring. Exactly. And, like, the shading and shit. Yeah. There's a lot also, of that they're just work. jealous that they don't have a job exactly. coloring. So screw them. Sorry, you don't have friends in high places. That. Right? I want to color for a job. Um, did not know there was gonna be that many fucks in this movie. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. And I want Ben Affleck's cardigan in this scene because it looked <laughs> fucking comfy. I love that. It Th- was ugh. wonderful observations. Thank you. Those are sober observations by Michaela <laughs> at six thirty a.m. Again, the watch the movie at six thirty a.m. this morning. <laughs> You are more dedicated than it. We get to this character who is just this, you know, we, we're not really sure who he is. He's this this black comic writer. And he's <laughs> up on stage and we're at this panel. And the first thing he says is, White Hating Coon is the name of his goddamn yeah. comic book. <laughs> and I lost it. I was like, oh my God. And all of a sudden, I, my next note is, Lando! Because oh, also yeah. Star Wars They shit. just Lando. Oh my God. F Lando Calrissian. No be- Oh God. And we get to a uh, point uh, where no does he not know Darth Vader is a white man? <laughs> well, he brings it up as I a know, very solid point. I agree entirely when we get to that point. Yes. I just said this whole scene is wild. That's all I'm going to say about it. I had a feeling. <laughs> My takeaway from this is this is the first time they use the F word, which I'm not a pro. Like, I, I'll say fuck, but you can't say the F word. Oh, the other F word? Yeah. Oh, yes. I said, this is not PC. And see, that's what threw me off with yeah. this movie. When I first yeah. started watching it, that is what made me think this is a stereotypical 90s heteronormative trying to sexualize Bullshit. sexuality. Yeah. And it made me mad. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. But I also have trust in my friends. That wouldn't make me watch this movie terrible. if it was a bad movie. I had <laughs> I had a problem more with the oh. fake shooting than... Oh. <laughs> is, that a, is that Tell a problem? Us. Tell well, us about it. I don't know, because like... As someone that works with youth, I'm trained to, like, respond oh, to that. And, and also someone who was younger when school shootings were Exactly. Thing. Like, they mentioned Sandy Hook. They're like, shop. oh, you went to Sandy Hook? And I'm like, and that's where people go. Yeah. Yep. And we're going to get to that. Yes. Exactly. But, like, the fact that he's just, like, pulled out a gun and, like, I was like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. they're playing into the stereotype. I'm just and like, see, come on. I will add that before this happened, I was starting to feel that it was, like, a staged scene. So I think I was desensitizing myself You're to okay it. You're okay with that. So, because I felt like it it had to be too much. Yes. I got really anxious. I was like, no, they're pulling out a gun right away. I'm done. This is where we meet Alyssa. I said, that's Amy. Wait, Alyssa, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, that's Amy. <laughs> but I thought it was Amy, but no, her name's Alyssa. Yeah, the great whole So she's, this is the actress <laughs> I know from. Um, yeah, where, where do you know her from? Oh, oh my god, Big Daddy! Big Daddy! She is. Wow, yeah. I can't believe I couldn't think of it. But yeah, she's the one in Big Daddy. I literally thought it was Renee Zellweger yeah. the entire time. 
Oh my God! Oh, damn, Kobe. Everyone, do a Kobe. Everyone, here's our first commemorative. Holy Kobe. shit, girl! Let Commem- everyone Commem- listen. Kobe. 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 Oh, oh miss. Don't worry. That's rebound. not what it's about. Rebound. Rip. Got it. And that's Rip. what. That's Sorry. Box out. Fucking cut that. To get the rebound. Yes. So the next thing we we get to the bar. I'm good. I'm full. All of the '90s disses, you guys. Go buy yourself a clue. Steve Urkel up in here. Oh, my God. These 90s dishes were So many heaven. things. And I loved it. So we get to the bar. So that evening, the four go out for drinks together at a local bar where Holden is attracted to Alyssa based on their conversation during a dart game. Yeah. I'm so bad at darts. Um, also, can we... So here's... Uh, before they started playing darts, though, he was already talking about clergy molestation humor. Yeah. yeah. But then here's the thing. My risk management brain is automatically going to, they're playing with real darts in a bar with alcohol. These sharp darts that will penetrate. Yes. Have you ever played a, beer darts? Yes, I have. Oh. Yes, I have. But this is in a public place oh. with people who are not choosing to be around yes. real darts. And they're playing with real darts. But also, they're literally throwing two feet down. Yeah. Yes. And, and, like, the camera's here, and they're throwing down yes. two feet. And I'm like, anybody who's played darts knows that this is not real. Also, who puts a dart, like, t- like thing right by the bathrooms? And you're just asking for someone to get hit in the oh, well, fucking yeah, face. 100%. And who actually gets parking in New York? But also... <laughs> who straight up dry humps on oh, a car? Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, this movie's wild. <laughs> but one thing I want to point out uh, with the whole movie aspect that I want to appreciate about this, the director and whatnot, is the amount of time put into the dialogue. Yeah. They really, Kevin Smith and everybody else that went into this movie really paid attention to the dialogue, yes. and I feel like that is the most important factor of this movie, because that's where a lot of this movie happens. Yes. And this, I feel like, is the biggest scene where it begins, yeah. And I want to appreciate that. <laughs> and I, I, I want to echo that in saying that when I was researching parts of it, which is like, thank you, Google. Yes. Um, I didn't do a lot of work. That being said, Google told me that, like, they put a lot of work into this because there was Mall Rat that didn't do yeah. as well. And Kevin Smith was saying that he really wanted this movie to be something bigger and better and something that people could relate to and connect to and so the dialogue was huge holden was very charming and funny right away and like witty and yeah it was good it was good writing and back to the reason why i say like this movie is a movie i'm glad i've seen but i don't know if i'll watch again is because it was too real and I appreciate that they could make dialogue that was so real Mm -hmm. and like even to like today, yes. it's t- it's almost too real. Like you you hear that today, and yes. you're like, that's offensive. But think about hearing that, and then where it was like in a culture where maybe it was okay, not even okay. It was never okay to say I mean, that, but it was maybe accepted more culturally. Yeah. Think of even like 2007, ten years after, like people were still, still throwing s- around all those words yeah. and like thinking it was okay. Yeah. So like it was only until recently that it became like. Not okay to say that. Right. You know? Right. right. And so in, in this scene, too, I love that there's obviously this very intense dialogue, which we all love, but there's also this, like, adorable banter, and there's this... I know. The, I love Degrassi. I get I get a, I get a weird thing yes. for those that say a boot. A boot? Guys, I loved Degrassi. Degrassi was a show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I spent a whole summer watching every single episode during the day. Yes. yes. And it ends... So, first of all, I said... 
they're smoking in the bar. That's so 1997. Oh my god, that's like 2006. Like, like they smoke. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a whole segment I would like to talk about this please, because I worked in a us. bar when this mandate went through. Oh my god, mm. tell us. Um, so yes, I worked in a bar when smoking was allowed, and then this went through where you are not allowed to mm-hmm. smoke anymore. And let me just say that how'd that go? I well, so I, I guess I should also say that this was a small town bar. It was all regulars, so they knew me, I knew them, there was some type of mutual respect, but also they knew my family, so they knew not to screw with me. Right. (laughs) But it was interesting. Right. It was interesting to see how much of an impact it was for them to Mm -hmm. have to walk outside to smoke, to come back inside, but how quickly it went by as not an issue. Right, right, because the Mm -hmm. thing is, is that, like, uh, uh, at the end of the day, it's all about being respectful for those and that don't smoke. And you can get over that if you want to have a smoke. Right. But that was the thing. I'm like, oh, back in the day when you could smoke in a bar. I thought about, so in oh. our small town that Jor and I grew up in, um, there were restaurants that we had. And you could smoke inside those restaurants. In certain areas. In certain areas. There were smoking mm-hmm. sections. Yes. Yep. Even yeah, though yeah. it traveled through and we probably all fucking have cancer from that to this day that will show up when we're 80. Um, but that being said, like, that, that's fucking real. Yes. And, like, we lived through this, and that's fucking crazy to me. Wow. So my parents, their thing was taking us to the bar on weekends while they, like, went bar hopping. It was super healthy. But I do remember when, like, you could smoke in bars. I was, like, probably, like, fourth, fifth grade when it stopped. Yeah. But I'm glad it stopped. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Kobe. Dumped, dumped I, it. Yeah, it's not Slam, even cheating. But, um, do you guys it. also remember in this part where they're talking about Meow Mix? All I could think of was Meow Mix. We're bringing, meow, 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 It's 10 p.m. Let's continue going out. Or, oh, no, I'll meet you at 10 p.m. And I was like, no. That's too late. Also, they all drove after drinking yeah. a lot. In New York. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not condoning this, but in small towns. Gravel roads. You might drive <laughs> after. But in New York, where you can't even find a parking space and you're driving. Right. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but I just, I, it, it made me, yeah, anyways. No, I agree. And so I was saying, so this is the scene where, through Hooper, Alyssa invites Holden to get together at this yes. bar that she yep. frequents, yes. and Banky comes along. Oh, Banky. Can I just say, I want their fucking job. I want to be someone that just colors for a living. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, best friends, and all they do is hang out all day and draw shit. Draw and color. I was like, What? Anyways, continue to the meat. Meow, 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 So, meow mix. Meow, 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 meow. So, while meow. while they're at this club, Alyssa is asked to sing. And during yes. the song, Banky notices that there are females. And maybe they're kissing. And maybe they're at a gay bar. And Alyssa is singing to the, like, she, Alyssa is singing this love song to a woman in the audience and not Holden. But he thinks it's him because she's standing right in front of him. Right. So she, right. so he's like, yeah, she's giving me the fuck me eyes. We're gonna fuck. My thoughts were that mesh top, though, because she was rocking that Damn, mesh Damn, that top. was hot. I was like, I wish I could. They're both from Jersey. This is where they say this shit about Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook. I lost my virginity there. Because they keep talking about all these friends they had, and I'm like, who has that many friends? Right. <laughs> is so, that just me? No. But yeah, they're talking about all of that stuff, and yeah, she finally <laughs> goes up and sings, and I love it, because, like, 
you know, she's singing and he's dancing and he has his this hand on his so chest. bad. And he's I'm like, like, he's such a nerd with his hand on his chest <laughs> dancing, like really feeling it. Like she's talking to him and it's like, dude, did you not miss when they first met? She's like, maybe if you didn't have a dick. And I'm like, right. did you not? I heard that. Like you didn't process no, that? No, but she didn't process it. He, he just, didn't process He just heard that. dick and he's like, what? I can put my dick inside yeah. you? Like, <laughs> And I'm like, this should not be a surprise to you. Right. In my head, that's when when I'm watching this, I'm like, none of this should be a surprise to you. None of it. Because she literally she, said. She already said that. Okay. But because it wasn't blatant. That being said, though, like when we're thinking about this whole, he's like a fucking white Jesus comes in and he's like, oh, this girl's cute. She likes me. I'm into this. Yes. I'll fuck her. And then realizes she has a girlfriend. It ruins him. I know. I love, though, when they're in the booth and Alyssa ruffles Kim's hair like a dog. Just like a little bit. I thought of it like when I ruffled Kingsley's hair. (laughs) And so this makes me start thinking that maybe she isn't really looking for a love connection, which is where you start thinking about, like, where is she withholding, right? Mm -hmm. And in this scene, uh, I said, I want to go to this bar in the 90s. Meow Mix looks Fucking amazing. <laughs> huh. Then I also said, so she goes up to sing, right? This bitch can't sing. I thought she was pretty fine. Like, I'm thinking karaoke level where it's bad. <laughs> she was in tune. She had the stage presence. And honestly, the confidence on stage is 90% of it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. That's so true. I, I agree that her voice is not for everybody. But she was in tune, and she had the confidence. Yeah. Mickey, what you got? Um, Her hair. I cannot. (laughs) It's, like, twisted up in that little clip, and, like, there's, like, bangs. And I'm just like, nope, I cannot. And then I just wrote, "Uh uh-oh, she kissing a girl. Sucks to be you, bro. (laughs) That's exactly where we're at. How do people just, like, make out in public like they did in the booth like that? Like, are we all? I don't know. When I was 20, I did. See, and this is where I think I'm a prude. <laughs> because I'm, I really have realized I, I like flirting. Mm-hmm. But, oh, like, overt things like that yep. are not for me. Fair. Oh, I have a story. <laughs> are, oh, one, of their, one of the stories, like, one of their stories? Oh, no, my own story about this. No, but, like, is it as fun as one of their stories where you fall asleep going down on a girl? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those stories are really funny. I love the cat one. I was like, typical fucking cat, just like scratching a belly and then like making someone chip a tooth. Like, yes. <laughs> that was wicked. Yes. So I get to this point where we're still in the bar and I say, I call this scene Banky the Perv. Yes. yes. So the four of them end up at a booth and Alyssa and Banky have, I don't know, some involved conversation about sex with women and mm-hmm. Holden is just brooding and fucking miserable. And he finds out that, you know, I guess Alyssa's a lesbian, and here we are. You don't have to be a dick about it. You guys can be friends, you fucking asshole. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that was my thoughts there. <laughs> so the, the quotes I have are, uh, when are we going to get to see this again without paying for it? Oh. Which, that's banky, and I was fucking pissed. And then they talk about, how can a girl fuck another girl oh, without... Oh, my I God. I mean, there's no penetration. What does oh, that mean? Oh, my Wait. God. That's when they're on the swing set. Yeah, I thought that was when they're no. On the this swing is this is with oh, ba- this is with Banky. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And so okay. then Banky's like, I don't need girls out now because I was let down and they don't tell me what to do. Da da da. And he was like, he's a f- the fucking worst. We'll yes. talk about that. Yes. <sighs> 
banking is not limited to penetration, Banky. For me, it describes any sex when it's not totally about love. I don't love Kim, but I'll fuck her. I'm sure you don't love every girl you sleep with. Holden, Ben Affleck is butthurt and says, fuck this and leaves. Is Matt Damon in this movie? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I, my fucking called it. No, because <laughs> the next scene area when they're yeah, talking about the business. <laughs> so we're at the business meeting. And I'm like, there's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Found him. It's like, and where's Waldo in a Ben Affleck movie? They're still talking, and Banky says, don't worry, Alyssa just needs to meet the right oh, guy. See, and this is where <clears throat> I was nervous that this movie was going the direction I didn't want and it to. And this is where Banky calls her a dyke, and then I said, oh my God, baby Matt Damon. So Holden and Alyssa are hanging out. Best friends. During their discussion, it is clear that Holden has very narrow heterosexual views on male-female relationships, and in sex in general, honestly. The new friendship does not sit well with this homophobic, banky piece of bullshit. And this is why he's a tracer. He is, right? (laughs) Who dislikes and distrusts Alyssa and is bothered by the relationship that develops between her and Holden. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Dude, I'm sorry, but the whole hymen shit pisses me off. When people are like, you lose your virginity when your hymen breaks. Fuck you. Like, that can happen to any girl at any time, you fucking pieces of shit. See, and yeah, absolutely <laughs> agreed. In this whole conversation, too, I'm thinking in my 2020 universe, if she was here right now, that patience of educating right. someone. Ooh. It is not on you to educate exactly. someone. Exactly. I appreciate that she was giving the opportunity, uh-huh. but it is not required and should not. Oh, God, you guys. No, I love it. No, this was like 22 it. years ago, and she's exactly. talking about shit that, like, or like people. Yeah, what is sex? Mm-hmm. What equals that? Yeah, exactly. And in a relationship, you define it. Exactly. And I think, like, I 100%. I'm here for that and feel that and have those same emotions. Yeah. And so I said that I love Alyssa. For being patient. For being patient and yeah. open about okay. her sexuality. Yes. Also, she's wearing jeans on jeans. So I have jeans problem. on jeans. <laughs> that Canadian tuxedo. Jean jacket also. and jeans. I couldn't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Random thought throughout this whole movie when I have the moments. Kevin Smith is the guy who brought us Tusk. Oh, my God. Ew. No. What? What's that? The movie Tusk. The movie Tusk. It's Google terrible. It. Don't watch it. So now I hate him even more. But that's okay. what I thought of. So she flat out says she doesn't like men who fall in that douche stereotype. Yes. And then you say again, we're talking about the virginity thing. And it's like, mm. no, that's how you fucking, whatever your standards are. I said, I love this conversation. Yeah. Thank you fucking Quain for your willingness to educate. Yes. I love it. I love it when she's like, when he's like, oh, you lost your virginity, you broke your hymen. She's like, well, I was 10 years old on a bike and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Like, exactly. guess I lost my virginity. And I was yes. like, yes, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was raped. Does that count as penetration? Exactly. Sex? No, well, no. It, yeah, okay. it wasn't consensual. It, exactly. Yeah, so shut the fuck up, Ben so Affleck. <laughs> and that's where, that's where I was getting on board with this movie again mm-hmm. because I didn't understand the backstory and why it was created. But nope. I was like, this is, yes. This is something we need yes. to we need to hear. Anyone yeah. can hear this. So we see Banky and Holden in the train station. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Banky has a wide selection oh of pornographic magazines. He shows it to a child. Yeah. And talking it through to a child. And also because 
there wasn't a phone where he could pull up fucking porn on his phone. So yes. he had goddamn a library of pornos. So true. I mean, I was kind of laughing because he's like, sometimes I get off on this and sometimes I get off on that. And I'm just and like, LOL, wrong. we carry around something now that you can literally Google the stuff that you're into. Right. What about porn again? God damn Don't it. Hate Every what time. Gets you off, but. Cat. Ah, oh, if only, me. yeah, if only you lived in a generation where you didn't have to carry 10 things. Because that was, I mean, think about if you wanted to fly a plane and you had to bring 100 magazines yeah. just to jerk it. Oh, God. Or even books. Why would you jerk it on a plane? No, jerk it in whatever destination you're going to. Yeah. Instead, oh, to you there. can bring your own laptop on the plane with you. Yeah. And then when you just. Well, man. that's the thing. And <laughs> then she beats him and she's like, one and a half minutes, you're my bitch. I don't yes. want to swear. I'm scared to swear. No, um, please swear. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're my thing. bitch. Like, oh, one, one and a half minutes, you're my bitch. And I was yes. Like, Beat me if there's an apocalypse. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Buffy. <laughs> but I was kind of cool because I'm like, in my head, a part Sorry, of me was like, I kind of wish I had that, had something like that to gauge your relationship because now it's all so instant that it's right. just guaranteed. So if I messaged someone on a beeper, Yes. And then they were, I could gauge their interest based on how fast Come they got back me, to me. I kind of okay. wish I had that. Right. <laughs> I had I had no experience with that at all. Because cell phones came around when I was in middle school. And that's when you start, like, doing relationships with people and stuff. So I never, like, like we had the phone calls during landlines. Like, oh, my God, what are you doing? But, no, I can't imagine getting around with, like, pay phones and beepers and shit. No. That sounds exhausting. Speaking of exhausting, skee-ball. Yeah, so we get to skee-ball, and Alyssa, I said, is hilarious. Why not walk up and put it in the 50? Has she never been to an arcade? And then she fucking softball chucks it. That's all I have. Because goddamn goddamn lesbian references. Um, And then we get to the dinner. We get to the bestie montage. So we've got this birthday cake with boobs. Oh, the boob birthday cake. We got shitty video games. We got... More smoking because they smoke a lot. Kobe! Kobe! Nailed it. Crushed it. So we got this beautiful montage, and and Mm. then we get to Banky and the hold and hang. So he's super jealous of Alyssa, calls him out for like this gay bashing thing, right? Because Holden's Mm. like, fuck you, I really like this girl, you can't say shit like that. Banky is so pissed off, he's like, well, she's programming you. Oh. I said Banky is terrible. Yes. Gay bashing is terrible. I hate Banky. I, yeah. at the, at Banky point, is making me mad. I hate Banky. Mm-hmm. And this is the scene where we get the figment of your imagination. So he, oh. like, pulls him aside, draws yep. up the whole, like, four-way street, here's a $100 bill. And guess the, what the only one is that isn't a figment of your imagination is the butch lesbian. Yeah. Essentially. Fuck off, dude. Fuck him. Sorry, but I have met... Lipstick lesbians, all the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> because Anyways. you know what, sexuality well, is a spectrum. And I'm sorry, but just because of how you look does not equal your sexuality. So put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> we have we have this yeah. very simple scene where, like I said, diner and yeah. she buys this painting. Okay, because yep. the painting means something so much more. Yes. So we get to this car ride. I yes. Can't. This- Dialogue. Why are we stopping? Because I can't take this. Can't take what? 
I love you. You love me. I love you. And not, not in a friendly way. Although I think we're great friends. And not in a misplaced affection puppy dog way. Although I'm sure that's what you'll call it. I love you. Very, very simple. Very truly. You are the, the epitome of everything I have ever looked for in another human being. And I know that you think of me as just a friend and crossing that line is, is, is the furthest thing from an option you would ever consider, but... <sighs> I had to say it. I just, I can't take this anymore. I can't stand next to you without wanting to hold you. I can't, I can't look into your eyes without feeling that, that longing you only read about in trashy romance novels. I can't talk to you without wanting to express my love for everything you are. And I know uh, this will probably queer our friendship, no pun intended. But I had to say it. So I've never felt this way before. And I, I don't care. I like who I am because of it. And if bringing this to light means we can't hang out anymore, then that hurts me. But God, I just, I couldn't allow another day to go by without just getting it out there, regardless of the outcome. Which, by the look on your face, is to be the inevitable shoot down. And you know, I'll accept that. But I know, I know that some part of you is hesitating for a moment. And if there's a moment of hesitation, then that means you feel something too. And all I ask, please, is that you just, you just not dismiss that and try to dwell in it for just 10 seconds. Yes. I can't. Oh, and see, this is where, yeah, like, this. I, I have a hard time with this because I understand, unbur like, and I hate the word unburdening, but that's what he's doing. He's unburdening his soul, sharing your feelings, but understanding the impact it's going to have. Yep. Well, and that's what I said. I said, <gasps> I quoted, and I agree 1,000%. And so we'll get to what I had quoted. But so she's, she is upset. Yes. She's very upset. Yes. And she says, that was so unfair. Yes. And, and he was like, what, that I love you? And she goes, no, that's unfortunate. It's yes. unfair that you had to unburden your soul about it yeah. to me because you're going to upheave my entire life over your fucking, what, one time fall in love with a lesbian? Mm -hmm. Exactly. This and is, I just love her for that. There's, like, this that, is a speech I wish I told someone back in the day. Just like, hey, by the way, this is how I feel. I don't care what the implications are. I'm glad I did it now, looking back. Right. But there's been plenty of times where I was, like, in his position and just like, I gotta fucking say something. I gotta fucking say something. Like, god damn it. It, it hurt hard. <laughs> exactly. And this is where I, again... <sighs> <sighs> Rewatch perspective, appreciate the dialogue. You're right. Mm -hmm. Because it's so real. Because it could like they could easily have taken this in a different direction yeah. of just like romance, everything will be okay. But they to, like, took it real in a real fucking direction. Life. And oh. this is real life and this is real feelings mm -hmm. and not just this is what people want to watch. Yeah, I had exactly. no idea what was gonna happen after the scene. I was like, okay, it's gonna go two ways. Yep. Either they're not going to be friends anymore. Yep. And that's the end of the movie. I was like, is this, is this the end of the movie? Like, I don't know. Or I was like, oh, they're going to be, like, friends still, but have that weird, awkward. I did not expect what was going to So what, what threw me off the most was that 
I said, unfortunately, yeah. she comes back yeah. and makes out with him. That's Because <sighs> I was just hoping for more. I wanted her to be like... But then that also creates so much depth to her as a character. Mm-hmm. Because she is now, it's like, sexuality is a spectrum. And that's... And, she, and we find out later that she has been sexually attracted to men in the past. She's open to love. Exactly. And, She's open to love. And I that this is where I was judging <gasps> myself. Where I was, like, I didn't want this to go into a hetero direction. Mm -hmm. And, but then I was like, why am I judging? This is not me. This is not my love. Love is love. Yeah. Like, this, you know, like that whole thing. And this is where I was not only confused with the movie, but I was confused with and angry with my thoughts. And it was making me reassess. And Right. I literally like yelled when they started kissing. I was I I did not want that to happen because I thought this was going in the direction of a heteronormative. And I think for 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 us as women, I think it's really frustrating for I would say straight men, but straight white men, it's very frustrating for us in a Yes. The most woke that we can be at this moment to see him get what he wants. And that I I think I, that's yes. what's frustrating. Yeah. Yes. And so we're watching this happen and we're like, what the fuck? And so they go home, they fuck. They have some wild ass yeah. sex. Yeah, because you see that place? They, it was trash. Yeah. They broke the, the entire Yeah. They broke the entire apartment. Banky's real upset about the couch. Banky walks in the next morning and finds them together sleeping on his couch. There's paint. I was like, damn, they got like real like <laughs> And then he's concerned about not being wild enough for her later on. We'll talk about that. Oh. Uh, God. I yeah. said super disrespectful to Banky, to okay. be honest. Also, Banky should not be talking about underage Catholic girls waiting at a bus stop. Yeah, that yeah, was fucking weird. Just putting that out there. He's like, oh, Catholic girls are so hot. And I'm like, they're 15-year-olds. those jumpers. <laughs> Maybe 15. You fucking sicko. We get to the, les- I call it the lesbian hangout. Yep. yep. Which, this scene pisses me off even more. Agreed. I know. Which also makes sense, because this still happens, I feel, very often mm-hmm. in the gay community. Alyssa spends time with you're her with her right. girlfriends. What? You're not gay enough. I'm yeah. You're not gay enough. So exactly. You're so Alyssa spends time with her friends and finally opens up that she is dating a man. Yep. And she is ostracized automatically from the friend group. I automatically. Like, I was like, "Fuck you guys! Way to be yep. supportive." I was like, "They get into this like, Ugh, why what? are you playing the pronoun game?" And then yep. they were yes. like, "Another one bites mm-hmm. the dust." Yep. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yes. Who cares who people love? Well, also, but at the same time, I (laughs) get it because, like, she also gave up her entire gay status to be with a very privileged douchebag white man. Mm -hmm. So that being said, too, it's like I can see why her friends felt very offended because they were like, we're fighting the man. We're fighting the power, which is exactly what he represents. And so and so for her to be like. Yeah, but I love him. And they're like, well, fuck, here we go. Another feminist bites the dust. Another one who is just experimenting. Exactly. Because exactly. you're not allowed to. I can't roll my eyes enough at this scene. And this is, again, where I was so confused about this movie and just how how confused I was about this whole movie and the purpose of it and the reasons behind mm-hmm. it of... What point are they trying to get across? Is there a point? Is right. this supposed to help and educate? Or is it, like, are you using your platform for a good reason? Or are these douchebags just going to end up there? Yes, together? exactly. And that's that's what I was hoping this wasn't. And, um, again, I trust my friends. Yes. <laughs> but yep. it was, I definitely went through so many emotions. And this, 
assisted in that. It was a wild start to my day. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this Holden Alyssa moonlight situation. I so, loved this. So I this is right this. after, and we're talking, and and she is really vulnerable, and she talks yes. about how she says, you know, I was really thorough when I was looking for you. And she says, I, I it wasn't about family. It wasn't about life. It wasn't about society. It was about meeting someone who just gets me. And it's so rare to find that. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is such a very sweet scene. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. It really because is. Because at the end of the day, aren't we all just looking for that human connection, that person you want to be with? Mm -hmm. And he's like, why not me? Why not you? Exactly. And that, I feel, should go in any direction, obviously. And then she's like, to cut oneself off from finding that person. Yes. Based on societal standards, mm -hmm. why would I want to do that? Exactly. And then she said, she was like, it made me realize why I actually went for women in the first place yes. is so that I wouldn't block off the whole spectrum of being with someone. And then she was like, it doesn't mean that I can't be with someone that is a man. This, it just means that I open myself up to other people. This was a scene where I was like, this is very progressive for this, 1997. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is shit that we talk about today. Like, yes. This was my turning point in the yep. movie, which made yeah. me feel better. It yep. made me appreciate this movie and want people to I know, watch I was, it. I was like, oh my God, they're soulmates. Well, it's real. It's real. It's real. And maybe they're not soulmates, but she's finding something in him that she mm -hmm. hasn't found yes. before. And so then we, but then we get into this next scene that Ugh. is so fucked up. No. Oh, I hate the scene. Can I just so, say one thing yes. that she said before we move on? Yes. She's like, do. I got here on my own terms. Yeah. That was so profound. Yes. In me. Like when I heard that, I just, yes. And that's when I was like, okay, I won't, I, I feel better about this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So oh. we, get, we get to this next scene. Oh, fuck. We have Banky oh. who comes across an old friend who grew up with Alyssa. Because, right, they, like, he, they were only a couple towns apart. And he tells this sexual adventure story about Alyssa's past. So Banky reports to Holden that Alyssa participated in some weird threesome with two dudes during high school. Which earned which earned her the nickname, finger cuffs. Finger cuffs, fucked up. And I said, "This is some small town bullshit." Yep, yup. Just that stays with you forever. Like, like you can never that. live it down. And she even says later on, "It was ten fucking yes. years ago." Close the yearbook, bitches. And then I also said, "Okay, Sorry, this sounds like me. fucking sexual assault." Yeah. And yep. she felt like she had to comply to this so that she had control in the situation. Mm -hmm. That's Take what it sounds like. This is a very deep episode. Yes. Because <laughs> we're unpacking a Dude, lot. Dude, this movie. Yeah. This movie. Like, I'm exhausted. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he's trying to just be all, he's, he's trying to get this out of her. And it's like, why don't you just, and this whole movie has been about real conversations. At right. The end, and I get it. Like, this is exactly how it would play in real life. Right. But it, it doesn't make it better. It, right. It, so this so you're saying like this is the scene where they're at the hockey game, yes, right? Yes. And so and I hated this scene. Yep. Mhm. Mm so like, for right before we get to the hockey scene, he talks to so Holden talks to Cooper or not sorry, not Cooper, Hooper. Yeah. I, I call him Cooper and Hooper. I couldn't tell <laughs> what his name was. Hooper. So he talks to Hooper and he's like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? She has a past." And fucking Hooper's just like, oh, she had multiple sex partners, even at the same time. Ooh. Dude, 
I'm sorry. I was like, I love everything that Hooper says. I am here for it. It's so, like, progressive, I feel yes. like, for 1997. 100%. Because he's like, oh, no, she was multiple sex partner? Who fucking cares? So is everyone else. Get exactly. over it. It's her past. And that's what you should do in every relationship. Who and gives a shit what they did before? Like His character is, like, way beyond oh 97. God. When he was with the little kid and they're both, like... I loved it. I was so here And that's for it. this scene, Ugh. too, where he's talking to yeah. that kid, and he's like, he knows how to switchboard. Yep. So he knows how to talk to the audience that he's selling the comic books to, but he also knows how to be himself, and he knows Fucking how to it. be both in this literally the same situation. Also, how scary was it to be like a gay man back in the oh, 80s or 90s? Right. So fucking scary. It's still scary today, but people yeah, are making right. it work. Right. Yeah. But oh my god, I was just like the way he was saying, he's like my he's like a minority on a minority yep. on a minority and I was like, god yep. damn it. Scary. <laughs> I thought your facts were supposed to be all super supportive Screw of that all for one shit, all right? I gotta deal with being a minority in the minority of the minority and nobody supporting my ass. While the whole society's fawning over girls on girls. Here I sit, a reviled gay man. And to top that off, I'm a gay black man. Notoriously the most swishy at a bunch. Three strikes. Hey, hey, there's a line. Are you a correct? Grandmaster D, if you please. as little brother. Could you sign my comic? See that man right there? He the devil. Understand? Never take your eye off the man. Fight the power, little G. Word is born. Word is born. Look at what I have to resort to for professional respect. What is it about gay men that terrifies the rest of the world? <sighs> it just made me... Why guilt? Yeah. Why guilt? Why guilt? And so we <laughs> we get to the hockey game, and this is where Holden confronts Alyssa. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, and he's so shitty, and he attempts to bait her into this confession, yes. which she does by herself, and she's like, "Fuck you!" She like, yeah. Un- she like lays it all out. She screams at him. And I said, go Good. queen. Yep. Agreed. And she storms out of the arena. Hey, wait a Get minute. Get the fuck off me. So what? So it's true, right? Is that what you want to hear? Is it? Yeah, Holden, it's true. In fact, everything you heard or dug up on me is probably true. Yeah, I took on two guys at once. You want to hear some gems you might not have unearthed? I took a 26-year-old guy to my senior prom and left halfway through to have sex with him and Gwen Turner in the back of a limo. Or how about in college when I let Shannon Hamilton videotape us having sex, only to find out the next day he broadcasted on the campus cable station. They're all true, Holden. Didn't you know I am the queen of suburban legend? Did you you somehow fucking fail to mention this to me? What the fuck's wrong with you? How could you do all those things? Easily! Some I did out of stupidity, some I did out of what I thought was love, but good or bad, they are my choices, and I am not making apologies for them now, not to you, or not to anyone, and how dare you lay a guilt trip on me about it, in public no less. Who the fuck do you think you are, you judgmental prick? How the fuck am I supposed to feel about all this? How are you supposed to feel about it? Feel whatever the fuck you want to feel about it, all right? The only thing that matters is how you feel about me. At this point, also, I'm still wondering who Amy is. 
Even after all of this mm-hmm. going on. I forgot the I name still, of the movie. <laughs> I still don't know who Amy is. And right. like I'm so stuck in this this baiting conversation. And then she comes back at him, which I'm happy with. Of like, is that what you wanted to hear? Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm like, okay, but who's Amy? <laughs> right. Also, there's no traveling in hockey. What the fuck was she talking about? She's like, that's a travel. Well, and I was, was like, just talking shit. She told. I know, but there. still, that was one of my notes. I was like, there's no traveling in hockey, dumbass. Anyways. I said like, I'm just so happy that she just yes. fucking laid it out. She's she's so upfront this entire movie, and I love that about her. Mm. We get to this yeah. fight. <sighs> And Holden and Alyssa argue in the parking lot. And she tells Holden about her sexual experimentation involving men when she was younger. She apologizes for letting him believe that he was the first man she had been with, justifying it by saying that he looked so happy when when he knew that, but she refuses to apologize for her past. And I Mm -hmm. said, fucking yes, queen. You do not have to apologize for your past. Not at all. Like, she acknowledges that she made him feel that way because he was so happy, but I'm not going to apologize for what has happened in my life. Exactly. And she said, I chose that. And I was like, fucking yes, queen. Like, don't ever let a man make you feel worse about what you choose in life because that was fucking tits of her to do that. Just because a man's insecure doesn't mean you have to lie to him or change your story. We (laughs) see Holden. There's a very brief moment, so they have this huge Mm -hmm. breakup. We see Holden, and he's drinking straight vodka, and I said, same. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, he decides he's going to go to this diner because he has this epiphany, you know. I need to maybe go to this diner and talk to Jay and Silent Bob. Which, honestly, when they showed up, I was like, I need you two right now because my my emotions are off the board, and I need you to bring me back to the ground, Jay and Silent Bob. You guys will bring me back to reality. <laughs> yes. And they did. And they did. They did not disappoint. I knew they would. Oh, continuing So on. this is where we have Holden, who obviously is writing his comic books about these two. Mm-hmm. So he pays them regularly for whatever commission they make. So he gives them the money. Likeness rights. They're fucking rolling blunts. Okay, yeah, that's what I said. In the diner. I was like, weed is not legal yet, sir, so respect. He's just rolling a J at the fucking table. I I love that you say that, and I said, just rolling a joint in a diner looks like something Mickey would do. (laughs) (laughs) You best believe once weed is legal in Minnesota, I will be at the bar rolling J's. (laughs) You will be at a diner. At yeah. 10 a.m. rolling J's. Yep. percent. That's brunching in the future. Woo! Yes. I cannot oh, wait. Fuck yeah. Not even oh alcohol. Brunch. <laughs> New meaning. Yes. Dude, Bernie or Klobuchar, honestly. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so we get, to, we get, we're at the diner. We meet Jay and Tyler Bob. And I also said, oh my God, it's Big Red from Bring It On as the waitress. Did you notice that? No, it was not. It was. 100% it was. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, my God. Okay, that's great. That's a list. Sorry. (laughs) Wait, what? She hasn't seen it. Or I saw it and I was like six, so I don't remember it. Adding it to the list. So (laughs) end credits will be the entire Toros cheer. Yes. So we'll hold on to that. Yes. I said, holy fucking shit. Finger cuffs, because that's what fucking Jay says. He's like, oh, yeah. my God, we're talking about finger cuffs? Because he knows everybody. 
Um, and then he makes some weird line about a fish fillet sandwich. Yeah, and I said, do. that sounds terrifying. Yes. They also bring up the whole, this, the, you don't bring me flowers. You don't sing me love songs. What's that from? It's Barbara Streisand and Neil. Oh, they oh, right <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Yes. They also, we talk about Silent Bob, right? And so he never says anything. And so then that Jay's is. like, whenever he opens his mouth, it's something super profound. And guess what? It fucking it was. was. Dude, Jay was kind of gross. Love Silent Bob. Yeah. Jay always is gross. Jay is gross. I didn't grow up in that time. <laughs> so I thought he was nasty. No, so that's always, like, he's always gross, but he has always, like, a meaningful undertone. Yes. And then Silent Bob... Just okay. has profound bullshit. Profound. I literally was like, I forgot that the name of this movie is Chasing Amy. I just accepted that Alyssa was Amy. <laughs> You're not This wrong. whole time. But the idea being that, like, Silent Bob was the one that was chasing Amy. And turns out, fucking Ben Affleck is also chasing Amy slash Alyssa. There it is. And I literally said the other dude is literally eating sugar during the story. <laughs> And then I just said Snoochie Boochie. The idiot gear. Also, he did a Yoda <laughs> quote. Do or do not, there is no try. So that's the thing. Yep. I was like, there are so many Star Wars references in this that yes! it's so good. That made me happy with this. Yes. Mm. So we have Holden at the playground. And I said, cool, having a real life check moment. Yeah, I said, where did he get the yearbook from again? Don't remember. But why do people still carry around their yearbooks? I don't know. If it was like 10 years ago. In the garage or something. Well, mine's in my room, but I don't fucking bring it everywhere I go and be like, oh my God, look at me when I was in high school. Look at this slut. Like, no. Remember when I was finger cuffs? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we get to the threesome. Holden decides to fix his relationship with Alyssa and Banky. Because sex fixes relationships. 100%. That and babies. Yes. So he invites them over and propositions a threesome. Dude. He also tells Binky that he realizes that he that Binky's in love with him, kisses him passionately to prove his point. Alyssa refuses the threesome and tries to explain to Holden why the plan is wrong. Uh, before leaving, Alyssa says that she will always love him, but her past is in the past and she will not be his whore, slapping him across the face and leaving. Yes. And Dude. I'm depressed at this point. <laughs> I literally wrote, if this ends with a free threesome, I'm done. I, oh I was, my God. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is how my notes went. I was like, oh, he straight kiss, he straight up kissed Banky. It makes sense, honestly, that Banky would be in love. If he proposes a threesome, I'm out. God damn it, I knew it. <laughs> if this ends with a threesome, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Now here's here's mine. Yes. Gotta hate Banky. Boom, kiss, but also that doesn't mean he loves you. Oh God, no, no, no. And this movie is back on my crap list. <laughs> now I hate the word cathartic. I used to love the word cathartic, but because Ben Affleck used it in this scenario, I now hate the word cathartic. Uh, ben, you a douche. Banky, you a douche. No, you don't need this because people can't change. Sex does not fix things. Yes, you are not as effing whore and I am depressed. And then that's it. Oh, my God. I love it. I said, oh, my God. Stop slut shaming her, you ass. Yes. Yes, bitch. Slap him in the face for all that slut shaming. (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready for the next next Uh, and last scene? A year later? Yeah. Later. One year later. 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 One year later, we see Binky successfully with his 
own comic, he sees Holden from a distance who silently congratulates him. What was that? Yeah, can someone <laughs> they fucking walk had me like through I the don't know. They, they fucking I said it was a moment. I said they basically <laughs> have some sign language goodbye. Let's go have a moment is what I understood. Oh. That because remember every time every time Ben Affleck was like we had a moment. Yes. That's what that meant. Oh. And so Banky was like moment and tipped his head. No, like, let's I, go have one. I thought that was one of fuck. No, but then what is the twisty what was the cross promise? I don't know. Holden has a brief conversation with Alyssa and gives her a copy of Chasing Amy, his new comic. Holden asks her to contact him, and after he leaves, Alyssa's girlfriend comes back to the booth and asks, who was that? And Alyssa casually tosses his comic to the floor and says, oh, just some guy I knew. She then turns to sign the next fan's material. Dude, this movie, I cannot. <laughs> so she moved on and he stuck on her. So what do you guys Jesus feel about that? Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, you want my summary? Well, do you have anything to say about that um, last part? No, I just said, are they lovers? Are they going to fuck about <laughs> Banky and him? And I said, of course he visits her table and that was it. Because I, I was just so over at this point. Well, I was like, dude. Because he won't give up. Go away. That's how I viewed it. Yeah. <laughs> As a, as a white man, I will not give up that I could not make you straight. And that's where my negativity of this movie, when I was first watching it, came into play. But then I was trying not to think that way of, like, yeah. him. And I, like, and this is where mm-hmm. he, this may have been the way of him processing his feelings. Mm-hmm. And we all need our way of processing feelings. Yeah. And this might have been it. So I can't blame him for that. No. What I love so much is that she tosses it aside because she's happily in another relationship. She's not going to contact him. And... She didn't make him feel crappy about it. I know that's not what you were going to say, but... But I love that. And I said, so he spent a year making a comic book about chasing Amy like a goddamn stalker. (laughs) And there you were. You. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking Joe... Goldberg. Yes. Like, I don't know. It was just... I said, well, it was something. (laughs) (laughs) I said, it's weird seeing it now as something normal, I guess, in 2020. And I grew up... Like, when I first was in middle school, like, people were throwing around, like, oh, that's so gay, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the more I went through high school and college, the more I'm like, okay, that's not okay to say. Right. Um, Like... I really liked that the, like, sex and sexuality was all talked about openly, but it was still kind of sad to see some stigma still around, like, oh, two girls making out, that's so hot, I want to pay for that. Right. Or, like, that's so gay, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know, stuff like that. I mean, I don't think I'd watch it again, but for 97, it was pretty bold. Mm -hmm. Pretty bold. Yep. Looking back at it Mm -hmm. and finally hearing, you know, the, the fun facts... And the reason behind it, it makes me appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I am very happy with the dialogue, the conversation, mm-hmm. the all of it. But it is, it is, it is a real movie, and that's what hits me hard. Mm-hmm. And I am a very emotional person where right. this impacts me a lot. So I I had I had a hard time watching it just because mm-hmm. of the realness of it and I know and I don't want people that I know friends that I have to go through this but I know they do right. and that is what 
hurts. Right. <laughs> but and, but I'm glad. So it's I'm very confused. Yeah. So <laughs> I was trying to go off of what I had heard from previous yes. meetings. <laughs> and I was really stuck on three tracer disses. <laughs> because I was really obsessed with Tracer being a diss. But also I love that. <laughs> an increase in my blood pressure by three points. <laughs> yes. Because okay. this stressed me out Give for us your- a good two and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> my rating, I'm taking everything Hooper X said in this movie because I fucking loved it. Yes. Just the way he preached about like race and sexuality and being a role model to kids. And he was like, probably the best character of this film. 100%. Absolutely. All right, you bitches ready? Yes. My rating is a Ben Affleck goatee and a stalker Ooh. comic book. Dude, that's so good. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. You guys, this has been a journey. Kobe. Kobe. Do it. Kobe. Kobe. Oh, Jesus. No. Kobe. Thank you wow. for listening to us bullshit I'm- about movies all the time. I don't know why you listen, but we love you for it. You can follow us on social media, on, you know, whatever, Facebook. And yes, Jordan, tell us. So uh, just to throw it out there, there may be some things occurring in the... <gasps> Jordan, tell us what you're going to be doing. Yes. What? Um, so there, it will be occurring. I just don't have a timeline yet. But um, so I will, you know, a lot of you might be out there in the universe, in the internet world, and possibly in the gaming world. With um, maybe you might be watching Twitch, you might be interested in watching people game. I'm not saying that I'm going to be out there playing COD or League of Legends, but if you want to watch someone play Carcassonne and sing Fuck and wear yes. Leia buns, I might might I'm not out there yet, but I'm working on it. My name will be Slaya because fucking Slaya, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Leia. Hashtag Slaya. Hashtag Slaya coming at you in the near future, and I have. Uh, this is news to Mick here, but I'm hoping that we can collaborate and do some live podcasting. <laughs> where she, just, we can, she like blew up the whole thing. <laughs> where we can live stream our watches. So maybe if we want to save Rockadoodle for that. Let's do it. We can watch Rockadoodle on my Twitch stream together and live podcast. Fuck yes. <laughs> so listen to them with your stream queens. And when you're bored oh. and watch want to watch someone play Carcassonne or Settlers of Catan What's- on Twitch... You can watch me play board games. <laughs> On that I'm note, dead. thank I'm you, dead. beautiful AJ, for joining us. You, you magnificent nerd. Cannot wait for future yes. endeavors. It will happen. <laughs> this was a real one. I feel like this is probably the most uh, serious episode of Stream Queens yeah. that we'll ever have. Oh, yeah. We love you, bitches. Adios. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.